Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Bruno, and I'm joined by a man who I really should have looked up something topical because uh, I got nothing. I got nothing for the intro this week. Mm-hmm. I really should have thought about it in advance. I've had two weeks to prepare and I managed to fuck up the intro already. It's going to be a good show. Yeah. My co-captain Damon, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Thanks for the great intro. Good evening to you. Good evening to uh, everyone out there on board, listenership, millions of blockheads around the world. If you want something topical, I'll give you something topical, just something I saw just mm-hmm. before the show, Greeno. Yeah. Did you know that our brave Prime Minister, ScoMo, Scott Morrison, mm-hmm. uh, he just he today, Greeno, declared war. Okay, who do you think, what do you think is something that we should declare war on in society? Like, we've had enough of this. <laughs> It's time to take it. We're taking it to another level. We're going to wipe this out once and for all. What have we had? We've had the war on drugs, war on COVID, yeah, war on terror, war on terror, right? So, what do you yeah. think the next? What do you think the next one's going to be? Where do you? Where do you think ah, we should direct it? Got to be inclusiveness, I guess. At this point, no, we've done the, the war the on racism. That's another one that we've done. That that's mm. a constant one. That's always happening. The war on racism. Obesity is obesity on the agenda. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure we declared war on the fat cunts at some point. All right, cool. We done that, sweet. Yeah, that, remember um, when we brought in the sugar tax, Greeno? Ah, sugar tax. Yeah, of course. That's what that was for. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the new war is just around the corner and our brave Prime Minister announced today he's declaring war, Greeno, on anonymous internet trolls, Greeno. Ah, no, no I did I did see that the other week because he, he, uh, ScoMo, uh, a bit too, too thin-skinned, uh, apparently he copied a bit of flack on, on the interwebs. They, they, he's like, well, they, they go out there in their in their coward's castles and, and say mm. the most appalling things, the most atrocious, yeah. awful things. I mean, it's really uh, disgusting out there. He should really start listening during uh, question time in Parliament, really. Uh, like, yeah. you know, you want to talk some fucking bullshit. Yeah. That's it's, it's right up the alley. I just always... I I just, inane Twitter banter. <laughs> I just always knew that the last act, the last defiant act of the boomer generation would be to fuck up the internet on the way out. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, you got to. Got to be done. Got to be done. Got to keep people uh, safe he, out there. Hasn't he also uh, taken a, a war against uh, voting? A war against voting? <laughs> That'd yeah, be nice. Uh, now it's uh, basically. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that one. <laughs> trying to trying to sneak some some uh, license requirements in order to vote, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, I mean, I, I saw that one in there. Yeah. Well, if look, if they if they're going to make you upload your fucking passport before you get a Twitter account, then they may as well ask for your ID when you go to ID vote, and, huh? and voting booth makes yeah. sense. Yeah, uh, Damo, can I open the can I open the komodo before we get started on Please. the show? Yes. Um, it was, it was it was very torn just before we we kicked off the show because mm. I was at that vicarious point of my beer mm. where I didn't know whether to crack one before yes. or wait till the first ad. Now I'm talking that that nice just above third of a beer mm. level where you're like, well, I'm probably going to finish that before we finish the segment, yes. and I'll kind of be a bit parched. But I'm like, oh, it might get me through to segment one, and I can't be grabbing grabbing the beers. Open the opening it in the bottle opener and, and making that noise on air during segment one. Sure you can. Uh, I can, but I, I try to try to avoid it where I can. Try to. Vicarious position. Uh, outcome chose just to have one cracked, ready and waiting in a non-stubby holder. Correct. And 
the fact that our intro goes for way too long, pretty much already already finished that third of a beer. Yep, there you so go. glad glad I went that avenue. Yeah, uh, that's a win important. right there. I think you know. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a win, but it's also it's the logically correct thing to do because when in doubt, Greeno, you grab the extra beer. If like if you're not sure, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Because what? Why would you run the risk of being mm. sitting there beerless? You can't have that, Greeno, especially on a Friday. No, Friday I've got a little night. story time for you. I like stories oh, I about story the Well, because this is going to marry up beautifully to your little. We'll call that a story time. Too, I like so stories about pinatas. We've a story time back. We've only missed one week, but it feels like it's been a month. I know. It's, it's nice to be back. Yeah, these shows after we don't do a show are always the best. So really, by that logic, we should just do one a year. Yeah. Yep. It'll be a cracker. That's it. One show or peak. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah, it'll be memorable. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, so you were tossing up this beer equation. I had a similar experience before the show, Greeno. It got to now. There's a reason that the, we're running kind of ten minutes late tonight because I yeah. messaged Greeno at like eight twenty eight and I said, "Look, I'm going to be a couple of minutes late." Now the reason mm-hmm. behind this is because I was tossing up my own scenario about eight seven thirty eight o'clock, quarter past eight, twenty past eight. Should I or should I not, Greeno, go for a pre-show shit? No. Pre-show shit. Now, I thought I could just hang on to it and, uh, you know, let it perk it. But in the end, like, it got to, like, 8.20 or something, and I said, I I made the call. Like, it was the point of no return. It's like, it's either this or you're shitting your pants during the show. (laughs) The the answer is always yes for pre-show shit, just to be safe. Like, safety for, even if it's just a nugget, like, you just got to make sure... You know, take care of business first, Correct. and then you're nice and fresh. Because once again, it impacts the quality of the program. Yep. If you, you know, you're doing the the butt cheek squeeze, I don't want to see any of that during the program. Especially they've been running long the shows lately. I can't have you sitting there squeezing your cheeks for an hour and a half. We no. need to make sure everything's nice and relaxed, yeah. nice and comfortable. Um, everyone's a winner once again. That's it. Nice, Gary. Fantastic. That's my story. I like stories about pinatas. Now, uh, Damo, I love a conspiracy theory on this show, mm. and specifically COVID conspiracy theories. And I've managed to come up with like, my own like one for more. example, if we if eighty percent of people get the vaccine, it'll be done in two weeks. Like th- those two kinds weeks. of conspiracy theories. Nah, we we go next level. We, oh, go, okay. we like to dig. We like to dig deep on this show. We don't like to half ass it with those ones. We like to just delve and and explore all the realms of conspiracy. Okay. Um. Now, uh, something that triggered that triggered this was the the timing of reopening in certain states. Mm-hmm. Now, New South Wales, we opened up a couple of weeks ago. Now, the original plan was um basically wait to eighty percent, then we're going to open up. And then we got the oh, what did we refer to him as the other week the the premier the premier I forget oh, he was the uh, the substitute teacher off Saved by the Bell premier ah oh, that's right very well <laughs> done nice Gary Dominic Peritit Greeno Peritit we haven't seen haven't seen much this week because he's been impacted uh, like implicated in ICAC investigations but that's has a different he really? story he's been has he? quiet this week Dom yeah he has really but then shouldn't <laughs> yeah. he shouldn't he resign because isn't that why Gladys resigned. Because she exactly, was... but they got they got to, they're very busy. They're backlogged at the ICAC. They got to get through one premier at a time. They got to deal with Gladys, <laughs> then they'll deal with Don Perignon over there. Don um, so he's a he's the he's the champagne of politicians, Greeno. <laughs> he is. 
So basically, uh, Dom threw the rule book out, and we opened up a bit early. And I'm like, sort oh, of, a bit weird. Sort of, sort of. Like, sort of it was it was ahead of schedule. The kids went back to school earlier. Um, it was like, all right, we're fucking the unvaxed. Cool. The unvaxed were still being shunned back into their caves mm. by the townsfolk waving, you know, uh, lanterns alight, Greeno. Yeah, got to be done. Got to keep done. everyone safe out there. Exactly, safety the vaccin- first. But- the vaccinated need to be protected, Chris. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently. So, well, that works. So, I didn't know that. Uh, that doesn't I- sound very scientific to me. Ah, trust the science and yeah, shut up. Trust you science. Fucking idiot. Exactly. <laughs> Do what you're fucking told, you fucking idiot. <laughs> now stay home, otherwise you're going to make all the vaccinated people sick, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Remind me, I've got a story time in a minute after okay. the after I get through my conspiracy theory, I've got a story time. Yeah. So um based off the fucking idiot story. So <laughs> um <laughs> so I've looked at the timing and then so then a couple of weeks later, Victoria, who we already we gave a tip of hat, we gave him a fucking nice Gary, the, the, the plucky nice little Gary. the plucky little underdogs they are, they decided to smash the COVID daily record yeah. of like two thousand, whatever we had in Australia. Fucking and just another quick round of applause to him too because that you got to appreciate a record when you when you're well beaten you just hand over the cup you know and you say well done we'll get you back over. next time well next pandemic That's we're going to kick their ass. That's it. We'll find some you know, swine flu. We'll be back with a vengeance. But uh, they opened up at like record numbers a day, whereas in New South Wales we're going down a little bit. Well, like, oh, it's all right. Like numbers going down, vaxxers are up. Um, we were starting Victoria to reel opposite. it in. Victoria was the opposite. They were skyrocketing. Like, fuck it, we're open. Yeah. Like, hey, what's what's going on there? Mm. Now, the timing of the two openings in New South Wales and Victoria were one week before major racing events. <laughs> so in New, in New South Wales, horse racing, you mean opened, horse racing? Yeah, horse racing. Yeah. We opened up the week before the Everest, yeah. conveniently. Yeah. Which, uh, if you remember from Spring a few carnival, years back, carnival, ladies and gentlemen. Remember the political fucking wank fest that Alan, Alan Jones, Jones had power? With the Opera House, Greeno. With the Opera House, they wanted to put the, the draw for the Everest up on the Opera House. Gladys <laughs> like, we are going to shell out to uh, the corporate shills that are the Everest. And then Alan gave her a buzz. Is like, fucking, we want it done. Get so it done. Like, Get it mind. done, Gladys, done. or I'll have you up in front of ICAC lickety split, you yeah. bitch. Get it done. Exactly. So suddenly... New South Wales opened up a week early just in time for the Everest. Mm. Now, Victoria, at their peak, opened up a week before Spring Carnival. Well done. Nice even game. Nice game. The Premier, and that's also not to forget, horse racing in the height of the pandemic where everything was shut down. Mm. You couldn't you couldn't go buy a T-shirt. You're not allowed to go buy a T-shirt. No. However, horse racing continued throughout. <laughs> um, my theory is, the racing industry actually is running the COVID plane. Ah, oh, that's, oh, nice yeah. that's a fantastic uh, twist. Got a got a big uh, got, a, got a big little uh, thing happening here. Better better unlock now. We're we're good to go. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> um, next thing you know, uh, Northern Territory going to open up when the camel racing is back up and running. Apparently, <laughs> big camel mate. Northern Territory, good to go. That reminds me of my story time. Yeah. Quickly, uh, you were I talking like stories about, about pinatas. Fucking idiots, and, and you know, just do what's safe. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Interesting dynamics. So we got we got opened up. So I thought, look, excellent. I'm going to duck on over, see the folks. Haven't seen the folks in, in months. Yeah. Haven't seen like my sister. Haven't seen my my nieces and nephews. 
be family, catch up, let's catch up, yeah. let's enjoy ourselves. Drop blah, in, blah, at, drop in at Boogs' place on the way. How you going? I did drop in at your place on the way, say yeah. hello, dropped off some cookie dough. Was the cookie yeah. dough any good? Haven't cooked it yet? Haven't cooked it yet. It's ready yeah. to go, well, but it's, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. It's out of my freezer. I'm happy. So we dropped off Boogie's got to see you and your lovely bride. It was Abby Days. So did that. Big day. Like, you know, rocked it, left early, spent the whole day with the family, got home late, good times, good reminiscing. Next weekend, what did I choose to do? Mm. Quiet one at home. Of course. I've, I've done it. Like, I've done my catch-ups. <laughs> back to just fucking... Back to lockdown. Like, I don't want to see anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you in three months. So like, what, what, what do you mean? I'm like, can't see you again in three months. Like, let me know. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be more than that, I think, because that was another bit of breaking news just before the show, Greeno, because the plan here was, ladies and gentlemen, if you're overseas, the plan here was in our state, New South Wales, Greeno and myself state, that we were apparently just going to open everything up for the unvaxxed December 1st. That was the day. We decided that COVID is no longer relevant on December 2. <laughs> But COVID yeah. is no longer a life-threatening thing after December 2. Apparently, it wants to fuck off for Christmas holidays, Greeno. Come back with a vengeance next yeah. winter. Got to get – hey, hey, if you, how are you going to get your dirty Christmas party, like, bathroom shenanigans happening? That's it. If you're, if you're unvax, we can't have that. You know, you got to got to get the tip yeah. wet. Um, you, you, no conspiracy, you conspiracy theorists out there, before you get angry at that, mm. just think, how were you going to shag that slut in accounting? at the Christmas yeah. in, the, in the broom closet, Greeno. Like, how are you going to get happens. that done? You've got to get these things done. So that was the plan, December yeah, 1st. Quick question. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Because yeah. uh, you, know, like, you used to work in the trucking industry. Do they do Christmas parties in the trucking industry? How does that roll? <laughs> no. <laughs> doesn't, no, I didn't think so. It doesn't roll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't think so. Like, I've, I've worked how in an office you? environment hmm. my entire life, and it's like it's nothing but, like, Crazy hookups at the work Christmas party. Yeah, it's, right. Well, the, you know. the shenanigans I've seen in the men's bathroom mm. is uh, is is far from appropriate work behaviour based on HR guidelines. But hey, open season come Christmas party. Well, I guess if you were waiting for that opportunity to tell the other fella from the fucking container yard how you really feel about him, there might be an occasion in the trucking industry to gather around on a Boxing Day barbecue or some such, and you know let him know over a hot fucking sausage sandwich, Greeno. That maybe that's that's about as Christmassy as it gets. So what's anyway, the, um, well, what's the event? Like not the event, but what's the the phrase for when, uh, like, in the middle of the night at the truck stops? Mm-hmm. It's like a gay hotspot. What the fuck? What's that that thing called? Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard that one. Dogging, wasn't it? Dogging? No, dogging's dogging's not trucks. Dogging is just if you're out at night and you meet a stranger and fuck them, like as in walking ah, the dog. You know, yes, but generally it, it truck stops. It seems to be the the prime location. I'm like, it seems like if uh, those kind of shenanigans were going to happen mm-hmm. at a trucking Christmas party, <laughs> the appropriate place is a truck stop. A truck stop, very good. Yeah. So, so Sorry. anyway, back to the story. We were supposed to open up on December first, um, but just before the show, Sorry, we don't we found interrupt. Out. Really fucking glad I got that beer now yeah. because we're 20 minutes in and we haven't even oh, got to see. The second story, we've barely knocked off one, and now you're into a different story time. Well, you've got to Definitely adjust. Sometimes you've got to adjust the rundown, Greeny. You've got to be able to trim no, we, things we on the, the fly. We've discussed this on air plenty of times, yeah, you know, opening the kimono. It's got to be done. Like, yeah. Anyway, opening up December 1st. December 1st, apparently. That's what we were supposed to do, Greeno. Is there anything else you want to add into the story at this point or just before we... Oh, do you find it frustrating when I interrupt your stories? No, not at all. I just wanted to give you a fair chance to speak because I feel like you don't get enough of them. Nice, Gary! 
Yeah. So. 89% of the show. I've done the numbers. 89% of the show is me talking yeah. and you interrupting really on this fast. show. So, it's nice to so be my interruptions are like 11% of the total. Yeah. yeah. 11% of the show. That's I, right. And I'm the one that's derailing it all the time. <laughs> so never even never even left the container yard. You've been out there hanging with Bob having a sausage sandwich at the fucking truck stop, mate. So we were supposed to open up on December 1st. <laughs> December 1st. <laughs> Good to be back. Good to be back. Good to be back. December 1st, Amy. December 1st. <laughs> it's all happening on December 1st. So apparently, we were supposed to open up on December 1st, let the unvaccinated go back into the fucking shops again, but a couple of hours before the show, got a new announcement. Well, the Premier, uh, the, the fucking substitute teacher, Dom Perignon, <laughs> the champagne politicians, Greedo, he's, he's weighing up a plan. He's tossing it up, Greedo. He's just... You know, spitball and seeing what sticks when he throws a lump of shit at, at, at the wall. He's just tossing up an idea. Well, you know what? What if we change it to 95% double jabbed instead? No, <laughs> so the December 1st opening up plan, which everybody... Mm. So imagine this, right? So all the people who are very, you know, kind of pro-vax have been on Twitter going, this is uh, outrageous. This is fucking irresponsible to just open up on December 1st. This isn't good enough. So now he's going, all right, well, I'll tell you what, we'll open up when 95% of people are double jabbed. Not like they haven't moved the goalposts or anything. And the same people. Are, times already. Well, the same people are now screaming, going, you said December 1st. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. That's how we roll nice, here in this country. Gary. There you go. It's good times. It's good times. It's a good season. Times. You know, where's the insanity? Like, that, but I, like, I, I kind of agree with the, the pushback because. Where's the incentive to get vaxxed? He's like, well, I've only got to wait two more weeks. Yeah. Just fucking don't worry about it. Yeah. I'll, I'll chill for a couple more weeks and then catch up with everyone on December 1st. It's so, just funny because we've been talking about this, you know, on my show and other shows have been talking about it as well. Like, you could just see it. You, we were talking about this fucking, you know, a couple of months ago, Greeno, that, it, mm. it, you know, they'll say, look, it'll be 90% double vaxxed. Then you'll get up to 88 or 89 and they'll say, look, as soon as 95% of people are double vaxxed, that's when we'll let them in. It's just two more weeks, okay. two more weeks for a year and a half, Greeno. It's just one more booster mm. shot. So next year, next well, winter, yeah, it'll be locked down yeah, again until... Yeah, well, next winter we'll be locked down again until 95% of people have their booster shot, Greeno. Booster shot, yeah. Well, it's the, never going to end. The wife who works in aged care uh, came home chatting to me. She decides to spend five, ten minutes, you know, filling me in on the day, mm. uh, or maybe that's just how much attention I pay. But... <laughs> um, she was t- telling me that they got their email about hey, yeah. misogynists <laughs> and chauvinists and sexists. Good to have it back. Now uh, she was talking about how she, she had the email about the booster shots mm-hmm. uh, coming up, and I'm just kind of like, wait, already? Like, yep. didn't didn't fucking you just get the second jab? Like fucking how many? Like how, what if you get boosters already? Mm. Uh, and like, oh, just you know to give us extra protection. I'm like, well. I, extra, I just want to see. I want to see a nice, slow, steady rollout of bo- constant booster shot screener. Nothing but boosters. Yeah, every and month. Don't be wrong. <laughs> every week. Yeah, daily, 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 like, daily booster. Your daily, your daily Pfizer. You got to get up. You got to prove that you've done your jab every well, day. I tell you what, we'll do. Um, it's possible. We'll administer them in the uh, McDonald's drive-through, Greeno. 
So mm-hmm. when you go through there to get your fucking Big Mac and your coffee, they just lean out and little little jab on the arm. Done. Off you go. Yeah. Enjoy your booster shot and your Big Mac, sir. By the way, if you want to cash in your free six-pack of nuggets uh, coupon, yeah. you know, that you received for getting your booster shot because you're so good mm-hmm. at following the rules, keeping everybody safe, just hand it in up there. We'll give you your nuggets it. right there and then. You can cash in, Greeno, straight away. Yeah. A very unhappy meal. Yeah. Um, Damo, let's let's do a quick story time. Okay, a little story. Uh, I like stories about pinatas. We talked on this show going back about seven months ago now uh, mm. about how because I had a sports bet account. Yes, I got six months of free KO. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So had had? Do you still had or have the sports? Let bet me finish. Account? Oh boy! Uh, no, I still got the sports bet account. The sports oh, okay. bet account's still there. Oh, good. Uh, that thing, I'm losing money hand over fist. Fantastic. But the account's still there. Horse racing, right? Uh, Did you bet on the Emerald? Horse racing. <laughs> the fucking spring carnival coming up. Thank God Mate, they open. opened up for the spring carnival. I've been just sitting on this money. Ooh. Fucking hell. I can't <laughs> wait to give my money away. <laughs> so I had my six months of free KO. Then the, uh, the the very disappointing day came where I actually had to pay a bill. And I'm like, oh, oh this is fucking bullshit. Like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, really? I'm going to pay like one bill after six months of free product? Like, nah, man. I didn't fucking sign up for this. Yeah. Never realized I did. Um, but then, thankfully, because uh, the six months was because it was the start of the footy season, right? Mm. So they're like, hey, here's six months. Because the, the initiator is, well, people will bet more if they're able to watch the games. Uh, so if we, we give them free KO, they'll bet on the footy. Right. So here's six months of here's six months of footy KO. Now, the footy season ended. I had to start paying for Look, the KO. You win, I win. They're getting their sport. We'll run the sports bet ads fucking constantly on KO. So Non-stop. they'll just be yeah. – they'll, we'll, they'll gamble their fucking homes away. And we'll all get yeah. rich, and it's going to be amazing. Let's fucking do it. Do you reckon KO got a cut of like any wages during, you know, or is it like some uh, cut of you know bets during games or anything like that as well they as got like a paid sweetener? Hand over fist, yeah. exactly. It's, well, like I paid for the KO. I just paid for it by gambling on footy. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm not, not not naive here. I'm being like. That's just how it works. I understand the world's all corrupt. And, you, know, it's, you know, I pay money here, but I lose money there. And now, uh, I had to pay for one month's worth of KO, and then thankfully got a message going, hey, 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 NBA season now kicking off. Here we go. Here's, here's three months of free KO. Fuck yeah. But then, nice, but here's the thing. That involves me now setting up a different account with a different email because you can't double up with the free. So now I've got to change the email address for the KO. So I'm, I had to weigh out what is more cost-effective and, and effort-effective. Okay. So do I wait for the six months of free KO with the footy hmm. to use my second email address? Yes. Or do I, do I like, shoot my wad with the fucking three months for the NBA? Right. Now, I've chosen to pay for the, like, four months waiting for the six months free before I switch back over <laughs> for the nice, six months of free. Great. So you think it's more cost-effective to pay for the service that you'll be getting for free in six months' time? Yes, exactly. No, in four months' time because I'll get six months free instead of the three months free. I don't want to waste an email address on a three months free when I can get a six months free in four months' time. Now, see, now, have you thought about, I feel like I'm, you know, I must bring up the most cost-effective option, which would be surely to just create another email address. I could. I could, but I've already got too many emails, too many passwords. But you only need like, a, I, you only need to use it for one thing once to log into Ko. That's it. 
Then you, you forget yeah, about they it. Yeah, but they make you keep on. They make you log in every every month. It's fucking very frustrating. Oh my um, god! Just add, just keep the same email. Just make the email like a random series of letters, and just add one number every time. <laughs> so make yeah, it like yeah. DJ B B B G B G Z B T T and one, <laughs> and then change it. <laughs> Remember the sequence, and then change it to two, and then three, and now, then four. You, you See how long it takes them to catch though. on. Now the three months free KO has got a validity up until December. Right. So if I time, you got you make a good point. If I time it right though, I can pay for just the exact amount of like months I need yeah. to then tide me over. I'll get three months free with second email address to then tide me over to footy season where I get six months free with email address number three. You really have turned being a tight ass into a fucking fine art, haven't you? <laughs> It's not like this is forensic. Like, you know, this is forensic level tight assery here. <laughs> you're running, so you're not even for. running a calculator on a phone. You've got one of those old time fucking tax things, you know, <laughs> with the big fucking buttons, and you're swinging levers you see, across the machine. Fuck. Hold on, the one you see on Look Who's Talking. Fucking exactly. earth. Yes, I, am, exactly. I am Kirsty Alley. Nice, Gary. I am Kirsty Alley. Okay. <laughs> the thin one, not the fat one, not the balloon one. No, no, no. Not cheers, Kirsty. No, no, cheers, Kirsty's hot, Kirsty. It's uh, I'm talking. I'm talking when the, she the was a witch or girl. something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She really kind of fell off. She's pretty cool though. Yeah. I like her. No, nah, she's uh, in t- she's Come still on. hotter than Roseanne. If you had to pick, like well, fat chick well, of the eighties. Don't get me started. If we're talking, if we're talking big girls, big girls. Uh, even even the thin kind of like. Plastic surgery, Roseanne. Mm. I'd still take a fat Kirsty Alley over you really? a thin Roseanne. For Roseanne sure. yeah. had plastic surgery, did she? See, that's what. Oh, that's probably the first time a celebrity's got plastic surgery, and my initial reaction is, still I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. But no, still <laughs> looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, Tom Arnold ruined her, I reckon. You reckon he got Something out of that? Like, do you reckon he came out of that the winner? Like he was the Chad. Mm. He got in. He got. He like probably, a, probably got a lot of money, didn't like he? Like a bandit. Oh, mate, like, Roseanne was getting paid like top dollar for that TV show at that time. Tom, you know, weaseled his way in, you know, got his name in the papers and then weaseled his way out with a big water cash. He, he, uh, he walked away. It was like bank robbery. But, mm. you know, unfortunately, um, I forget where I was going with that joke. Fuck well, I think, I think the real winner out of the whole Roseanne saga, Greeno, was that guy who was able to look like a fucking nerdy 21-year-old for about 35 years. Johnny What's Galecki. Johnny fucking Galecki. And he then he ended up in, uh, what was that one with the fucking- Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. I was about to say with the gay brainiac. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hugh Parsons. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, because so, he, 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 he never aged. And good in one movie. No, he didn't. He, he play, he's played the exact same character from Roseanne all the way to Big Bang Theory. Suicide Kings. And he still Kings. plays like a college student. Suicide Kings was his only good performance. Yeah, because he played uh, the same character. Same character. Yeah. But he did it against like Dennis Leary, and it was quite good. Yeah. Um, and Jay Moore was in that, that as well, I think. Jay Moore was in that, yeah, Christopher Walken, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Christopher Walken, absolutely. Like it's one of the most, uh, the best under the radar films that no one knows about. You yeah. checked that one night, yeah. in your place, and I'm like, how have I not heard of this movie before? Yeah. Cracking film. Yeah, it was really low key. Loved it. Ah, uh, let's talk about cancellations, Damo. Oh, good. What uh, are we cancelling we this break. week? Yeah. This week, uh, good question. I've got to check what I put in the rundown. Uh, we cancelled. Ah, we we cancelled uh, homophobia in horror films this week. Fantastic. Uh, nice, where 
because obviously Halloween's coming up and uh, so now it's time to get back into horror films. Uh, not everyone can be uh, next level, like our good friend Joya Pessy, who's done Boobooween yeah. uh, over the course of October. And by the way, and, and shout out to Joya Pessy, Boobooween, because he had me on there a couple of weeks ago. I was on there with uh, the boys, the Joy Boys, Greeno. Mm. Uh, Royce dropped in from Daywave. It was fucking good. Yeah, so good times and a, a nice little concept because fuck Halloween, really. Like, who cares about nah. fucking Halloween? Yeah. What if, what if, you know, what if instead women had to walk around with their boobs out for a month? Now you've got a yeah. fucking holiday. So uh, mm. let's push for Boobaween everywhere, not just on Odyssey yeah. or D Live or uh, I think he's off D Live now on Odyssey. He's off D Live. Yeah, he's, he's just on Odyssey now. Just on Odyssey. Yeah. So you know, make every Halloween Boobaween. That's it. Everyone going that way. Uh, I see that Everyone he's doing that. Uh, the the Jerry Springer uncut VHS <laughs> to to finish up Boobaween this weekend. Yeah, so I, make sure you check out that for, for I Pessy. Didn't, I didn't even know there like, was such a thing. Jerry Springer uncut, uh, huh? Uncut, yeah. Like you know, you actually see the boobs out in mm. Jerry Jerry Springer uncut. Yep. You know, Steve like not not covering the boobies. Yeah. Um, Anyway, back to the story again. Halloween's bone-chilling villain, Michael Myers, is apparently homophobic in new film. Now, uh, a gruesome murder of a gay couple in Halloween Kills has resulted in some horror fans calling for the villain, Michael Myers, homophobic. Nice, Gary! I'm I'm intrigued by the premise of of this. Now, firstly, there's a lot of... uh, If anything, isn't this inclusion? Now, uh, think about it. If if he went through the whole, whole film only killing straight hot blondes, mm. isn't that not being, you know, inclusive with, with his murders? If anything, I feel this is progressive right. in the horror movement. Yeah. Um, I think nothing but minorities should be killed in the new <laughs> Halloween, what is it? Halloween kills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And, uh, so now no. we also agree. Now, 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 come to think of it, that's not going far enough because we also need to make sure that we can't make the villain a minority because that would be a negative stereotype, would it not? No, no, no. The so the villain has to be a, stra- be a white a straight, guy, straight, straight white man. White <laughs> yeah, and he and in in order to you know share the load. So we can all kind mm. of come forward in diversity and inclusion together. You're proposing that from now on, the only people who should be victims of murderers in popular culture yeah. should be minorities and other such people. Minorities, uh, LG, uh, LGBT, whatever yeah. the fucking acronym is. In there. That's the one. Yeah. Nah, I think that's a fair call. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Can't be your movie 
tunes. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot, tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies. The ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, best way to do so would be via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One word drop the code at the end. Follow myself, Apple Week Bumper. Greeno, in the chat, Kitty B, um, raising a point of contention with our let's make every Halloween boo-boo-ween idea. Now, she mm-hmm. suggests that there should be an age limit because do you really want grandma to pull them tits out of their titty slippers, Greeno? Now, uh, I would suggest, I would suggest, Kitty B, with all due respect, hopefully, <laughs> pardon me, hopefully by then grandma would be dead from the coronavirus. Nice, Gary! So, you know, we're clearing, yeah. a, clearing them all out. That's yeah. right. She won't get the booster. Get the booster she won't get the boost. No, she'll be dead, Greeno, because the unvaccinated people will be out walking around. No, fair call. And, uh, and that's going to kill yeah, you also make a fair point. Wasn't one of the side effects of the Pfizer um, that your, your titties got bigger as well? Titties got bigger, did they really? That's good. I can just. Yeah, I can, so next time someone makes a, a joke about my beer tit screen, I'll just blame the vax. <laughs> so I was a fucking, I was a fucking Adonis before I got this. Now side look at effect, me. Yeah, X, X like an Adonis. You could chisel granite off those things. Yeah. Um, now hand me another bacon and egg roll and beer, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, so Got to keep the vax well, at bay. Yeah, that, <laughs> B does make a, a fair point, though. Does, does it limit to the female boobs? Can we get some man boobs in there? Is that is that okay? Like, what's the what's the process? What's the agenda? Uh, no, I think we can keep the Halloween for the boob. So we'll keep it boobaween, but then the guys should have a different holiday. How about Merry Dickmas, Greeno? Merry Dickmas. Merry yes. Dickmas. Now we're talking. So Dick's out Merry at Christmas Dick. to uh, celebrate yeah. Santa's birthday or whatever it is. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, tits out at Halloween to scare off the evil spirits and uh, you know entice children with, with candy. Sounds like what about non-binary, though, Damo? We need to consider the non-binary. Yeah. Well, there you go. You don't know anything um, about fun. I don't know anything about Christmas or nudity. We just fucking solved it. Nice, Gary! Mm. Fixed it. Yep. What about uh, Unique August hmm? for the non-binary? <laughs> unique. <laughs> unique. But the, the non-binary aren't necessarily unique, Scrito. <laughs> they're, no, they're, they're not they're necessarily castrated. 
No, but they're, none, they're neither one or the other. So we don't want to we don't want to segregate. We just want to make sure. That well, no, gets that's their day. not true. That's not true. So you've only just recently delved into this world of trans identity. No, non-binary <laughs> people. No, non-binary just means that they're not either male or female. So they can be many things. It's not that they're nothing. It's that they can be anything. So they say, oh, I'm non-binary, I'm non-binary conforming, which means I'm neither male nor female because they say that's the binary, right? So I'm neither ah, male okay. nor female, therefore I can be anything. So now they get to double dip. That doesn't seem fair because they can do Boobaween and they can do Mary Dickmas. That's right, if they're lucky enough. Yeah, yeah no, that doesn't seem right. It's, like, it's, it's holidays you know. all year round for the chicks with dicks. I feel like they've got to commit one way or the other. Uh, not to, you know, not to cause any disharmony. Mm. But if they've either got to go, okay, I'm going to do Boob uh, Wayne yep. or I'm going to do Mary Digmas, or they can only commit to 15 days of each. 15 of each. So they get hard. Yeah. But they, can you, do you have to take the 15 concurrently or can you break them up because, like, have two days this week and four next week? Yeah, well, yeah, you can do your Monday, Tuesday start of, of Boobaline and then you can do your, your Wednesday, Thursday of Merry Dickmas right. um, over there in December and then you can you can to and fro. Personally, I do 15 straight and then 15 on the back end. Really? Uh, <laughs> now, actually, sorry, my correction, it needs to be 15.5 because there's 31 days in both months. That's very true. So, yeah. you know. You can do half day, but we're going to be on the clock. We're going to have the timer out to make sure right. that once we hit the 12-hour mark, suddenly dick, dick back in, so booze back out. Pop, pop, we don't want to be any overlap. Pop the titties back in. It's hit 12 o'clock. It's midday. You may, you may now come into the restaurant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic yeah. stuff. All right. Good time. Once again, you know nothing about uh, holidays. I know nothing about non-binary people. We fixed it. We fixed it. Now, I'm going to have to get you yeah. to do a favor. I want you to jump out of the Discord and then jump back in. Because I've been right. <clears throat> tossing up this idea. You've been breaking up like more and more and more and more and more and more and more. It's like the pre-show shit dilemma all over again. <clears throat> all right. So he's gone out. He's come back in. Let's get a new connect. Got a new connect happen? Yeah. You new- <clears throat> we got a new one. I don't know if it's going to be any much better, but we'll just fucking run with it. We'll run with there it. There we go. Yep. All right. What do we got here, Greeno? I don't know. What do we have here? That's a good question. Ah, the media wrecks itself. This is an interesting uh, <laughs> theory I saw throughout the course of the week. I don't know, I don't know what we're up to. Yeah. Give me a disconnect, reconnect. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I saw this. The media has decided to rank the AFL media, yeah. which is an interesting premise. It's the equivalent of me and you going, well, who's, who's the better host of this show? No, Who no, it's Paul better. I, when I saw this story, I thought to myself, well, what if, Greeno, what if I did this? What if I went into work on Monday and I went mm-hmm. up to the boss and I said, listen, you've, I've got this great news. I've just won the company's Rising Star Award. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. like, well, really? That's fucking incredible. No, no, it's true. I awarded it to yeah. myself. I invented it. And I yeah. have had, I'm now going <laughs> to, I want you to call the whole fucking floor in because we're going to have a ceremony <laughs> and we're going to hand me an award for being the rising star in a company. Because that's what the the fucking balls, are, like the brazen fucking balls on these sports journos to have an awards thing where they rank themselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I think I'm number one. It's fucking disgusting. No, it's, what, what I found is the most interesting thing I found, though, is the rankings they gave to themselves, yeah. how much they differed from the rankings the Herald Sun readers gave them. That's right. So, for an example, 
the person uh, ranked number one by the media themselves mm. was uh, Gary Lyon. Gary Lyon. He was ranked number one. Yep. But however, the Gary Lyon, ranking- Gary Lyon of the fame, which nice which we get this Gary. from. Nice Gary, yeah, because exactly. the cricketer that's being so the the wicketkeeper there, which was Wade, is saying to Nathan Lyon, "Nice Gary," mm-hmm. because Nathan Lyon's nickname was Gary because Gary. of the former AFL football and now commentator Gary Lyon. Hence, nice Gary. So nice, nice Gary, Gary gets exactly. number one. That's probably the most appropriate nice Gary we've ever given on the show, Greener. <laughs> exactly the literal one. It's a chron- <laughs> it's a chronologically correct nice Gary. Nice Gary. <laughs> exactly. There you go. So uh, Gary Lyon ranked number one by himself, hmm. but reader ranking 49 out of 50. <laughs> uh, Robbo ranked number three by themselves, yep. reader ranking 50th. Now, you oh, pointed out Robbo. you like Robbo. I do. So you were the one person who voted for Robbo. Apparently. He came 50 out of 50. Yep. Like there, there, was no, there was no number 51. They only had 50 people you could choose from. Yeah. So Robbo came dead last out of 50, but... Ranking yeah, himself. See, see what, what fucking bullshit. So not only are they having an awards ranking little fucking circle jerk ceremony for themselves, giving themselves yeah. rankings, but they're also, nobody does a top 50. Like, you, mm. you can't, they, they made the list big enough so every AFL journalist could get an award group. Get in there. <laughs> There's nobody you no. missed out with. It's 50. We don't have 50 journalists in the country. They, they found 50 to talk themselves up. Talk some, themselves some up. Dude, See if it was a top 10 or something. Radio. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, but no, uh, James Rachel, number, number six when voting for themselves, mm. reader ranking 48 out of 50. 48. Now, James Rachel nice, makes me want to shoot myself anytime I hear his voice at any point. <laughs> Specifically, I, I don't listen to him much on AFL, uh, but cricket-wise, oh, mate. Brutal. See, Absolutely I don't. I can't brutal. hate James Brayshaw because I used to listen to a, a Triple M show religiously when I was first started working. Like, well, I don't know, not when I first started working. I think I was like twenty, twenty-one when I was driving mm. a lot. And that show, I forget it. It was fucking Sydney Triple M fucking breakfast. So it was James Brayshaw. Um, I, Peter Burner, wasn't it? Peter Burner. Yes, that's right. He was one. Yeah. And then there was uh, a chick and another guy, and I forget yeah. the other two. Um, but the, he was a fucking funny cunt on that, you know. But I can mm. see why he annoys people when he does commentary. But but I can't. Yeah, but I can't hate him because I remember all that shit. I remember all the radio mm. shows that I listened to back in the day so. when it was amusing eighteen years ago. Yeah, yeah exactly. Got a soft spot for the. Guy. Um, but very yeah, very uh, ingenious method of, of filling pages and, and getting more content by ranking themselves and just taking the piss. Really, that's what it's um, all about, isn't it? Content, really. <laughs> It is. It is. Yeah. Oh, Damo, uh, can you go into the message I sent you today? Okay. We're talking about cancellations for this week. All right. What if? What did you send me today? Well, we cancelled. We, we cancelled a baseball term today. Oh, that's right. Yes, you sent. I retweeted mm. this as well because I thought mm. it was fucking special. Do you want me to put that up on the screen oh, now? Definitely put it up on the screen. Okay. Wait till you see this, ladies and gentlemen. So it's a tweet from so, Peter who has yeah, now renamed themselves Armbarn. And mm-hmm. the treat, the the treat, the, well, it is a treat. The tweet reads as follows. Bullpen refers to the area of a, quote, bull's pen, where bulls are held before they are slaughtered. It's a word with specious roots, which is speciesism <laughs> is the new racism. I don't know if you're aware of this, Greener. Speciesism. Yeah. So with specious roots, 
and we can we can do better than that. What's this we shit? Why why is yeah, everybody too, yeah. trying to onboard me into some fucking activist program? You know, mm. and do you ever get that feeling? They're like, come on, guys, we can do. No, there is no we. There's you and me. Fuck yeah. off. So anyway, <laughs> we can do better than that. Switching to arm barn, Greeno, would be a yeah. home run for baseball fans, players, and animals. Greeno, do you? You're a baseball player. You actually play baseball, right? Yeah. Now, do you think people who, uh, you know, have the inclination or the wherewithal to play baseball, do you think they would appreciate that? You know, people the likes of Peter who often drench themselves in fake blood and writhe around on the street, you know, screaming in uh, as though they were mimicking the sounds of a slaughtered cow more often than not. Do you think Mm. you you would appreciate your average sportsman would appreciate being told, you know, what language they should use in their own sport? Do you think they would like that? Probably not. No. Um, I was... The, the the I think the the message I sent with this tweet to you was just bro, bro people are fucked. <laughs> people are fucked. Now, but it's we, Peter. We, it's Peter. That's Peter. Peter now, we, are uh, <laughs> we talk about we talked about it on this show uh, where we created this segment a while back. You know what are we canceling this week? Well, we tried to come up with the stupidest possible idea we can yep. that we were going to cancel piggybacking off the stupidity that is cancel cancel culture. Now we now I have to interrupt you there. Like stories about yeah. pinatas. Now I understand where you're coming from, and I don't think there was any malicious intent. But are you aware that you just used the term piggyback, Greeno? Now, oh, no, sorry. Now, yeah, do you under, uh, do you understand the speciest roots when you use a term like piggyback? Like, don't you think we can do better than that? We can do better than that. We, we can, can do, definitely. We're do all in this together. Yeah, we're hundred percent. So we're cancelling piggyback. Um, right? Yeah, we're gonna. Have so to we we piggybacked on the back of this Peter Peter cancellation yeah. to cancel something else which we can no longer refer to. <laughs> yeah, we can't refer to piggyback anymore. It's the Good quickest cancelling it is. Good point. Give yourself a nice Gary. Thank for you very that much. Well nice, Gary. Well, it's not it's nice to see that you're you're keeping your eyes open and you're seeing these things. Like yeah. Peter's obviously t- touched a nerve with you. Mm. They've gone, okay, this uh, they inspired uh, me, Greedo. All this beforehand thing, we can't have it. I can have enough of it. We need the arm barn. And you're like, fucking, well, how about piggyback? Well, no, I can't have that either. Yeah, you're really um, right. Yeah, you're right that 100%. Now, uh, the, the context of our segment was uh, come up with the stupidest idea possible, mm. but we keep on getting out stupided by, <laughs> by <reality>. real ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and cancellations. Now, unfortunately for for the Peter people, you know, we, this has we, been... we are the two of the we are two of the least serious pe- people you'll ever meet in your life, <clears throat> and we are getting out stupided. <laughs> like we're trying to do it for satire, and these people yeah. mean it. Like, <laughs> they mean it. We're doing it for yeah. fun, but yeah. you know that's the world we live in now. Fuck. They're Pete. They're Pete hard. Um, but as now, I, I, let me tell you though something, Greeno. When Peter, when the petards out there are sick of being petarded <laughs> and they finally give it away, we'll be right here in the arm barn warming up, Greeno. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, the question I ask you, Damo, has anyone spoken to the Bulls? What have the Bulls got to say with this? Because it's very, it's very similar to the, you know, when the, the Cleveland Indians had to change their name. A bit of outrage this week about the uh, Atlanta Braves and the oh, of course. Uh, uh, Braves, Braves are always going to the... be the next one because you have the Chief. First, you've got to get the, you got to take the Chief out first the and Warriors. then you take yeah, care of the Braves. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, in the, that instance, I haven't heard any, you know, <laughs> 
American Indians come out and, and have any comments on it. It all seems to be, you know, lesbian-looking white women that seem to have an issue with it. Uh, nice, Gary! Lesbian-looking. <laughs> yeah, well, there may not be. I don't want to fucking Usually, Greeno just- Sporting, usually in my observations, something that I can document and I've proven time and time again, more often, in fact, every single fucking time, bold-framed glasses, Greeno. Women, but definitely a bold framed glasses, yes. Women wearing bold framed glasses. They're your culprits. Mm, They're the ones behind yeah. this. Yeah. Um, so, uh, once again, they haven't spoken to the American Indians, but they've taken oh, umbrage on their, on their behalf. Because you have to but, you, you have to speak to them with smoke signals, Greta. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it a long out. process. Yeah. It could be a while. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, ozone layer, you know, 2050, we're going to be... We got to make sure we're getting the emissions down. We can't be smoke signaling. See if you we have to, the environment, Damon. If you have to, if you have to communicate with the American Indians via smoke signals, Greedo, are you even technically allowed to do it? Because wouldn't that be appropriating their culture? So yeah, I don't think you can. Uh, you can't do it anymore. You can't communicate. You've got to find a different means of communication. The only Maybe... way to get away with it would be to say that you were engaging in white people culture, thereby like burning a witch or something. And you no, accidentally, yeah. the fire got out of control and you were trying to put it out with a big blanket. <laughs> it created yeah, smoke exactly. signals. Because the Indians Crucible ran. Style. That's right. Because yeah. the Indians ran over and over the cliff and said, just two more weeks, Greener. Just mm. two more weeks. Thank you for the signal. Maybe you could, as like a, a blending of two cultures, you could have like, you know, the, the American Indians do their smoke signals, mm. but we, as, as the uh, white inhabitants, yeah. smoke machine. Then we can fucking boogie nice. at the same time. We'll have a, have smoke, a good time. We'll have a smoke machine and disco lights, Gruda. Yeah, you know those, lights. you know those, you know those crappy disco lights that guys yeah. used to put in their garage. <laughs> yeah, doof, the doof, with the, the smoke, smoke coming out there. Fuck yeah! Now we're talking. Now, once again, you know nothing about American Indians. I know nothing about disco. Between us, we fixed it. We fixed it. Um, nice, back to the original point. Have we spoken to? Have we spoken to the Bulls? Are the, are the Bulls offended by this? Um, I, personally, I think the Bulls are probably more offended by what they make the baseballs out of. What um, do they make the baseballs out of, Greeno? Leather, Damo. Leather. What's leather made yeah. out of, Greeno? Uh, might be made out of cows, Damo. Made out of cows. Um, nice, Gary. We should call it. We should call the bullpen the fucking slaughterhouse now. <laughs> Let's just let's double down. We'll call it the fucking. We'll call it the killing floor. You can get your steak fresh off the grill <laughs> in the bullpen. Ready to go. We'll have the in guys the frying steaks up in the bullpen. Fuck yeah! You get the abattoir on board as a sponsor. Proteins, get, proteins, yeah. good for his arm. Now here's that. No, you fucking. I just got another thought. If we have actual bulls in the said bullpen, does that make it okay? Yeah. So if you're warming up, you got you got your you got your lefty reliever ready to go. Yeah. Is it is it okay with Peter as long as we've got? Half a dozen, uh, Mill- you know. <laughs> milling around in the bullpen. Just milling around, you know, taking watching a shit. the game, enjoying it, taking <laughs> shit. Like, you well, know, no, I think, but, but I think it's only a bullpen if it's if it's like a pre-slaughter situation, because otherwise no, no, we'll it's just a pen. No, because that's how it'll work, though, because it's all about keeping things nice and fresh because you know, the bull will come in, we put him in the bullpen, you get your lefty lever up, then we slaughter the cow. We feed him then, in. We feed him onto the conveyor belt. Then we feed him into the tacos you get up in aisle 34. Yeah. Get your fresh beef. Get your fresh beef. Come on in. No, great. Yeah, no, get, this, get this. So what we do is the guys are in there warming up. We push the bulls into a big mincer, and then out yeah. comes like mincemeat, 
that you make a little hamburger, a little sandwich out of it, and one of the relief pitchers in the bullpen throws it to you in the in the stands. Throws the meatball. Fuck yeah! Now we're talking. Nice, Gary. Let's make it a proper bullpen. (laughs) Yeah, that way they're they're warming up, but they're also serving. They're doing double duty. Exactly. We'll give them a tip. We'll make sure they get paid for it. They're going to be be doing craft service as well as warming up. But we're we're making sure that we're being inclusive with the bullpen and the balls in the slaughterhouse. The worst part is the worst part is though, Greeno, the peanut guy is going to be standing there going, "How am I supposed to fucking compete with this?" I can yeah, fair call, fair call. Hey, I'm here, uh, I'm here, lo- I'm here lobbing underarm fucking you know teenage girl softball throws here, and mm. these guys are these guys are setting the air on fire with their beef yeah. burgers from the bullpen. Ninety-four mile an hour with fresh beef because <laughs> it's heavy, Greeno. It's got good volume yeah. to it. Exactly. How do they get the sauce down there, though? So there's going to be a sauce guy ready to go, roam in the stands no. to give you some hot and some mozzarella, perhaps. No, but- so I'm thinking some red sauce, like big, big fat meatball. Yeah. Uh, so we need a sauce guy just roaming, mm. and then yeah, the the mozzarella sprinkle no. ready to go. No, no. What happens is, Greeno, they hand you a syringe of ranch dressing when you get your mm. COVID booster shot on the way into the stadium. Booster shot in. Ah, now we're talking. Do you reckon so it's part of the booster shot? You come in, come into the game. <laughs> Just eject the ranch dressing shot? right into you. Get your booster shot, get your ranch, get your, your mozzarella, get your red sauce. Yeah. The, All in the one convenient shot. With, Doing softballs and the bullpen guy when he's warmed up in the seventh, depending on if we've got a lefty reliever or a right-handed lineup coming, yeah. he'll be sending you your fresh beef meatballs ready to go from the armband. That's right. And nice, from the and you've already from the slaughterhouse. Sorry, we've renamed it the slaughterhouse. The slaughterhouse, yeah. Well, it was the killing floor. Mm. <laughs> Whatever you want to have it. Yeah. Oh. Do you reckon each cow before they get slaughtered has to have walk up music? Oh, and there's Joey Bloggs handing, throwing out, throwing out yet another delicious, delicious beef burger to one lucky fan. Oh no, it's hit him right in the eye. <laughs> we got way too many minutes out of that fucking one tweet. Well done. Ah, uh, Damo. Let's get let's get a Unity Day update, uh, shall we? Now I've, I've been in consultation. Now uh, Troy, obviously over there at TGM Enterprises, very very busy at the moment. So uh, he, he said, "Look, Greeno, the the preliminary negotiations. Do you mind just handling it?" And I'm like, "Look, that's fine, mate. I did it back in the day. Take care of it. Before you got your board." Yep. I got it covered. So I've been dealing with Bruno the Cheer directly, uh, the chicken babes. <laughs> and and Bruno said to me, he's like, look, uh, between the chicken babes and whatnot, uh, I feel like this is a good opportunity to, to really uh, give some of the underrated performers in the industry that don't get a lot of the, the kudos. You know, you got your oh, Tom yeah. Cruises, you've got your big celebrity, you got your rocks, you got your Jason Stathans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've got one hell of a this is like Greedo's Platinums. <laughs> it's like fucking Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, Jason Statham, and The Rock. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
Bruno, Bruno's words. I, I tell you, man, Dwayne Johnson is just so fucking <laughs> inspirational. Why hasn't he won an Oscar yet? Wasn't he in right. Jumanji 2? <laughs> Where's the love for The Rock? It's all about box office for Bruno. Oh, okay. It's all about the box office. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of people who play the same fucking character every time, hey, Jason, Jason Statham, how you going, son? In the latest, in Jason Statham's latest hit movie, he plays a guy with a gun running and driving and protecting someone or killing someone. Wow, you don't say. It's been a month since I saw one of those. Can't wait. (laughs) Fuck me. So Bruno, after all the excitement about Jason Statham, The Rock, and who was the other one I said? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I tell you, um, The Rock and Jason Statham are going to be—they're going to be quite impressed. But Tom Cruise will be going, really? What's going <laughs> These on? These are my colleagues. Yeah. Oh. Um, Bruno said, "Look, I think I feel like we need to give pay more attention for this year's Unity Day yeah. to the the bit players, if you will, the underrated uh, celebrities the in Hollywood achievers. films, yeah. the quiet achievers, i.e., similar to Bruno in All Together Now, hmm. the sleazebags." Yeah. So uh, he's, he, got, he got me in touch with uh, John Getz. Do you remember John Getz from 80s and 90s cinema? Oh, you look, the name is ringing a very, very, very distant bell, but that's the, I, I know I've heard that before. It's because every film he was in, he played the sleazeball boyfriend. So he was in Don't Tell the Mum the Babysitter's Dead. He was the sleazeball boyfriend. He was in uh, Men at Work. He was a sleazeball crime boss. In Curly Sue, he was the sleazeball boyfriend. Curly the Sue. Sleazeball. So John Getz, uh, I've reached out to his management. Thanks <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks to Bruno's suggestion. And John Getz is on board. And John Getz is like, look, mate. Uh, it's going to be part Bruno's of Unity gonna... Day, Greeno. Yeah. So we now got we now got John Getz. We've got 80 celebrity John Getz. We've got uh Bruno Lecce with the Jiggy Babes. Hmm. And uh we get more celebrity sleaze balls to come uh in the weeks ahead. We have gone the opposite. We've decided, you know, we could be we could be cancel culture and try and get the most PC crowd. Yep. But instead what we're gonna do is we're gonna get the sleaze balls instead. We're gonna go, here we go, yeah, but uh is this a bit of John Getz action or is this bit a bit of John Getz uh, action, Jim- Greener? This is Jim Belushi. There he is. Is that John Getz? There Getz's? he is. Yep. That is John Getz in all this sleazy action. Look at this. Ray, I think you owe me an explanation. I Imagine what he can do on Uni Day with this kind of material. Imagine how, how much he can bring the people together, Greeno. Mm. Imagine how Because it's all about unity. And it's really, don't you think it's Unity Day when you've got some sniveling toad <laughs> fucking slobbering all over you? Don't you think that's what it's all about, Greeno? That's what it's definitely all about. We as need as to bring up some Bruno with... Lucia now, just to just to show you what it's all about. Yeah, just to show you the some... just to show you the high watermark that he's trying to live up to. Uh, you well, know, that, that's that's what that's what I found interesting about Bruno's suggestion to bring in John Getz because I didn't know how Bruno would feel about bringing in a, a Hollywood legend like John. But then I thought about it. I'm like, maybe John might be intimidated by the brilliance that was Chicken Babes uh, of Bruno Lucia all together now. So. It'd be interesting to see the dynamic between the two. They seem to be getting on well thus far in initial negotiations. Yep. On the day, could be a different story, but happy at the moment. At the moment, they're all together now. Here we go. It is some Bruno in the background. An invitation to a parent-teacher night tonight. When you get them free with Spider-Man. <laughs> you as parent are supposed to go along and meet the kids' form teacher. Oh, that's a great idea. 
How come they never told me? Well, you see, the kids, they knew uh, you had this gig tonight, and uh, they knew how important it was, and, you see, they didn't want to worry you. I mean, why should you worry about Mr. Reed? If that's his name. <laughs> He's probably right. Okay, that's enough of Bruno. We'll see plenty of Bruno. We'll see plenty of Bruno on fucking Unity Day, Greta. Nice, Gary! We need to waste our time with him now. <laughs> Damo, uh, it's time for another new segment. Uh, before we get to the actual, before we get to the new segment, we need apologies to <laughs> to Jim Enward, who sends you some great material. There's gold David. in that. There is gold in that fucking there's Discord. Gold, there's gold everywhere in that Discord, but I didn't I didn't look at it yesterday when I was putting together the run now because I had two weeks of emails that I'd sent myself. And I'm like, oh, I've got plenty of content I need to go to the Discord. And then I see this morning there's gold and I didn't see didn't see it. We should that. we should make next we should clear out all of the uh Jim Edward episode like segments of the week in one in one episode next week. Next week, you reckon? We we'll just, just pump out a big a yeah. big Jim Jim Edward show. We'll make we'll just make it a fan show. So whatever's in the starting block, you know, thread on the Discord, we'll just fucking go with that. And it saves us right. doing prep green. Nice, Gary. Like, don't have to do any you've listened, prep whatsoever. You've listened to this show. Who's, who's done any prep? That's a very good point, let's, actually. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Like, there's well, no prep on this shit. Why should we be honest now? It's been so long. Um, but you've come up with a new segment for this week. A couple, couple of weeks in a row. I'm very impressed. I'm going to give you a nice Gary. Thank you. Nice because Gary. I don't hesitate giving myself one. This is two straight shows. You've come up with a new segment. New segment and I'm ideas. fucking, I'm very proud. You had the weather segment a couple of weeks back. Uh, everybody, and just, with- everybody, let's make a sound of a tornado alarm. <laughs> that was pretty much that was pretty much that a weather segment. I've got a I've got a great segment. segment this week for you though, Greta. This segment I'm calling the gratuitous sports in. Uh, what am I calling it? <laughs> The Gratuitous Celebrity Endorsement of the Week the is gratuitous, the name that's, of the That's what I called it. See, there is some preparation. We yeah. came up with a name for the segment. We've done well. The Gratuitous Celebrity Endorsement of the Week. I don't even know why I saw this, but this, this fucking made me laugh so hard. I couldn't, you know, it, it took me a couple of minutes to recover. Now, it's a tweet from Old Spice if you're listening to the podcast. If you're Derrick Henry, which I assume is some kind of footballer, Greener, if you're yeah, he's, Henry, he's running back. He's okay. running back for the Tennessee Titans. He's the best running back in the game. He's an absolute beast. Best absolute running back. So he's like the LeBron James of the NFL. Uh, well, uh, the non-quarterback, yes, LeBron James of the NFL. Right. So he's the best running back in the NFL. Derrick Henry, you can't be stopped. If your Old Spice Sweat Defense, Greeno, Old Spice Sweat Defense, the deodorant, you can't be stopped. If you're both, you can't be stopped, stopped. And then it's hashtag smell ready for anything. Now, I want you to have a look at this video and see if you can notice anything strange about this gratuitous celebrity endorsement, Greeno. Tell me what you notice. When I break a long run, I'm talking long, long. That's why I use Old Spice Triple Protection Sweat Defense. Old Spice works harder for longer. Get there, man. You won't be much longer. This is going to be a minute, minute. Get there. Quick one. There. What did you notice about that? <laughs> so is it what going on there? Firstly, it's a video game. He which puzzles me. They nice, Gary. He cares so much for this product that he is doing a voiceover to video game footage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't bother showing up. Didn't He's like, can, I, can I phone it in? 
yeah, yeah, no worries, Harry. Yeah, yeah. Just get on the mobile. We'll be sweet. I want to watch it one more time. I want to watch it one more time just to just to appreciate the value of this. When I break a long run, I'm talking long, long, long That's why triple protection sweat defense. Hey, because the animation is so bad, it kind of looks like he's drinking the Old Spice sweat defense. Yeah, cream. that's what I thought he was doing. I'm like, he's drinking the drink. And then I realized, like, no, no, that's meant to be deodorant. Why is he drinking the deodorant? In the middle of a game. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been putting it on before. This, is, If I was going to film a deodorant commercial, this is the way I would storyboard it out, okay, Greta? <laughs> I would have footage of the guy. Obviously, we're going to pick a sportsman so he's fit. Okay, so let's get him with his shirt off in the locker room, spraying deodorant around, right, under his arms, doing whatever. Then he goes out there, plays the game, wins the game, fucking scores the touchdown, what have you. He comes off and not a bead of sweat is dripping off him. And, you know, he looks nice and fresh, and then he goes straight in the limousine and off he goes to get his dick sucked or whatever he does. Or dogfight, or rape a woman, or do cocaine. Whatever they, whatever the NFL players are doing these days, that's what he goes off did and you does. Say, did you say dogfight? Dogfight. He might be going off a year. You know, when I go no, off for my dogfight, I don't, I don't, I don't go home without Old Spice, Greeno. Old Spice. Board, I like it. Old Spice keeps me, you know, keeps me purring and keeps the flies away, Greeno. It's how you blend in at a dogfight. So yeah. Old Spice works harder for longer. But instead, what we're doing here is like just crappy animations from a video game. He's drinking the old spot. Look at the players are dragging behind him. It's not even, it's not even good. Like, this is obviously, it looks like it's off a Madden game, but it's not even a good Madden game. It's like they've used Madden 95. Creed, I'm sorry. You got a kitty bee in the chat. Drink Old Spice. It kills your pregnant girlfriend for you. Nice, Gary. <laughs> A bit <laughs> you know, before I whack a couple of gangbangers who are disrespecting, throwing away my NFL career, I make sure to lather up on the old spice. It keeps the sniffer dogs from chasing you away. Nice, Gary. If you want to keep the police off the scent, use old spice. <laughs> you can retain your NFL. You can retain your NFL contract and fuck as many hookers as you like. It's fantastic. There you have it, Greeno. The gratuitous celebrity endorsement of the week. That's it. Perfect time to get to an ad. Why not? Hopefully not sponsored by Old Spice. (laughs) It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection. The perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we are in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10pm Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and 
laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet, we also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> you. <laughs> you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my buds do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian uh, come Dick on, I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on. You secretly love it. No, no. I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back in the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I guess that's time of the show, man. We get to talk a bit of stat, man. We get to talk a little bit of sport. Round up the the show for the week. Uh, MLB is coming towards the end of the season. World Series on at the moment with the Braves versus the Astros. Can I just uh, ask before you get too far? Because I mean, I don't know these things. How far did the mm-hmm. A's get this year? Did they make the playoffs or didn't make the playoffs? But uh, in some breaking news today, for some reason they've let their manager go, even though he's under contract. No, the manager. Oh, uh, no, the general Milton. manager. No, not general manager. Or oh, he's like the president of baseball operations, or something now. Billy Bean. Um, Same job. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Let their let their manager go, Bob Melvin, who's been with them for like a decade now, has the most wins ever as manager of an A's team, really? which is astounding considering how long the A's have been around. Um, did they, he just let, they just let him go to San Diego. He's an amazing manager. Well, and he's like, what yeah, the fuck? Because the he probably wanted more money, <laughs> and the A's don't pay money. They don't pay anyone. No, no, he, he was under contract. Right. Oh, okay. So he was he was actually still under contract with the A's, and they've just gone, hey, you want to interview for the Padres job? Yeah, you can go. And then normally what happens is if you let someone apply for another job, you get some compensation in return. So it's like, look, you, if you hire Bob Melvin, well, you got to pay us, you know, $1 million. Pay or whatever. his contract so out we can or release him. Yeah. yeah, pay out his contract. But they didn't even get any compensation for it. Like, oh, you want Bob Melvin? All right, there you go. Which makes sense if the guy is shit, but he's the winningest manager in A's history. He's turned, like, he's been there through all the successes over the last decade. Yeah. He's been in charge as, as the manager. And you're like, what, what are they doing? It's it's almost like the A's are tanking to get out of Oakland. Nice, oh. Gary. You reckon they I'm, want I'm out, finally want out of Oakland, huh? Yeah, because they're not going to build them a new stadium. So they're like, well, you know, it seems wrong to keep Bob here. 
and I also think they're about to sell off all their players again. Mm-hmm. So I think the next couple of years are going to be shit for the A's. Yep. Um, so I think this was like a precursor to go, hey, look, Bob Melbourne, you've been great for us. We're about to sell everyone. They're one of the smallest teams. If you don't teams, want to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. They're as like soon as anyone smallest gets, crowds, to get paid. Do they have the smallest crowds mm. and everything, right? They're just like. The stadium's a hunk of shit. Like it's yeah. just literally like the, the it's like 1970s. In the stadium. Yeah, right. They've been trying to get a new stadium for years, and it's just the the politics behind it is just insane. So, um, well, though, like, I mean, it's California. It's California. California spends money on all sorts of fucking ridiculous shit. Surely they can, you yeah. know, ch- chump up for a stadium. That it's not. Look, granted, it's not going to take the homeless off the streets, but neither is spending money on fucking trans awareness programs for kindergarten <laughs> students either. That's not going to help Probably the not. homeless situation either. So you know, fuck it, may as well at least build a stadium. Build a stadium where the homeless people can sleep and, you know, stay a little warm out on the street. Mm. Build them a nice new stadium to use as a toilet. I think it'd be exactly. wonderful. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's money uh, ball so right yeah, there. No, no good times for the A's. Now, I've got a fucking plethora of stat mans because a whole bunch of shit's happened in the last two I'm weeks that have never, happened, that have never happened in baseball before. So I'm keen to run through them. Go through no them. need to play it after each one. I've got a bunch. So okay. the first one. History's I'm been the Go ahead. History was made in the MLB in regards to Grand Slams. The Red Sox are the first team who have had two Grand Slams in a postseason game earlier in this postseason. Kiki Hernandez has tied the Red Sox record for home runs in a single postseason with five. He's only only like six games in. Second time in franchise history, the Braves have won back to back postseason games. Viral Walker. I'm a scat man. The Red Sox now have 10 or more nice, hits in six Jerry. consecutive games, the longest streak with this, within a single postseason of all time. Yeah, they also had 19 home runs already this postseason, Folks one try of their franchise record. Jordan Alvarez is the first player ever to out-hit the opposition in the final two games of a playoff series. So there's one player for the Astros out-hit the Boston Red Sox for two straight games. Wow. Fucking unbelievable. That's a good stat. Now, uh, Tyler Matzik has 11 strikeouts with runs in scoring position this postseason. That's tied for the most by a reliever in a single postseason with John Rocker for 1999. Mm. Now, I want to give Tyler Matzik a nice Gary. A nice Gary. Nice Gary. And one of these. I'm a scat man. <laughs> he just got that one. Now, he... Um, <laughs> Start taking control of the board again, I reckon. I think you're going to get it. You'd have to leave home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd have to leave home to get it. That's not going to happen. It's at least one more. <laughs> it's at least one more year with me on the board, at least. Exactly. <laughs> till the next, till the next obligatory family next gathering Thursday. that you're shamed into. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Tyler Matic came in. Uh, he, there was three men on base, no one out. He struck outside, basically got the, the Braves into the World Series. And uh, he, he's, he's got a nickname in the clubhouse, but he started signing when he's signing balls. Okay. So now he signs. So kids are going to come into the field. Hey, Tyler, can you sign, sign like my baseball? Hmm. And he signs it. It's like Tyler Matic, in inverted commas, nutsack. Tyler nutsack. Well, nice, nutsack. He's been signing at Nutsack, so well done there. Ah, another stat man uh, in the World man. Series. Jorge Soler was the first ever, first ever to hit 
in the top of the first inning of the first game by a leadoff hitter in the World Series to hit a home run. Look, uh, uh, you know, you know, look, I, I give you a lot of fucking leeway with the MLB stat man stuff, but they, I don't know yeah. if these stats are significant. Like, oh no, Whoa. I know. Okay, you, can't you just save it for like the top three? Because I feel no, like no. you're ta- you're doing the nice Gary to me now with the MLB mm. stats. It's like I've got forty five fucking stats here to run through. It's like, well, we don't have to do all forty of them. This isn't the AFL Journo Awards. We can keep it in top ten. Surely, for you to get through. Yeah. No, okay. Well, fucking to your point. There's been 117 World Series. Mm. It was the first time that ever happened. It's fucking amazing, mate. No, yeah, there we go. <laughs> fucking give yourself a dick move. Um, <laughs> I'm a scat man. Here's a stat for you, Damo. Oh, good. Bit of Shohei, show, bit of Shohei. Shohei I like Shohei. The, give me Shohei. Yeah, we love Shohei. Shohei was the first uh, player in... Uh, he won the Commissioner's Award. First like player, a fucking well done, Shohei Itani. No. Nobody else has played well, he, baseball before this guy. He, he well, won this. He won the Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award. It's only ever been handed out sixteen times in history. It's the first because- animal Montgomery Burns <laughs> Award for. <laughs> Finish the Astounding achievement in the field of excellence. So he won the Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award. Uh, It's been been handed out 16 times because you have to do something fucking pretty special. He's only one of five players in MLB history with 100 RBIs, 45 home runs, and 25 stolen bases in a season. He's the first MLB player with 30 home runs hitting and 30 strikeouts pitching in a season. Well done. 25 home runs uh, of 110 miles an hour hit in one season, most in 2021. 20 home runs of 425 feet or more, most in 2021. He had a 637 on-base percentage. Nah, fuck that. Skip that one. And then, <laughs> and then fuck the last stat as well. We'll skip that. Skip There's that. too many stats. Seven. So you could do the whole stat man just for Shohei Itani. But I, I've got to ask, what if, he came, what if he came to the MLB, like, younger? Could he have been even more... Just ridiculously um, good because he wasn't he kind of oldish by the time he got to the states. No, nah, he's, he's still pretty young. No, like, well, I know young in baseball terms, but he was like twenty eight or twenty nine or something, wasn't mm, he? Yeah, they're all about twenty six, twenty seven. Look, the the thing with him is, if he came over younger, they would have broken they him. Wouldn't have let they wouldn't have let him be a dual position player. So what he did is he proved that he could do both in Japan. Yeah, and then that was his impetus to go. Hey, I want to come over and I, I've I've proved I can do it. So let me do it here, and it's never been done before. But if he came over younger, they would have gone. You got to pick. You can either be a pitcher or a hitter, and then he wouldn't have been a special. So he, he kind of went the right route. It's just he kind of got ripped off cash wise because he got paid a ton more if he came over earlier. But he's done the right thing to develop his, his game historic first. achievements. So yeah. so is he going to the Dodgers next year or what? Ah, uh, he's still got two years left on his contract, so and what? if he goes, if he goes can anywhere, they just buy him? <laughs> when they just buy him, yeah, they can they can trade him. Yeah, yeah they they could, but uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if they actually do trade him next year, to be honest. Yeah, right. Because they got too much money on. You got to get something for him, you know. Can't we need. Uh, have we got? Have we got a soundbite for people being tough, Damo? I don't think we do. Uh, I guess we could use the Mitchell Johnson Award.
be back. She'll be back. I'm back. I'll be back. Yeah, that kind of works. I'm talking about World Series tough demo. Uh Charlie Morton struck out Chas McCormick, Martin Maldonado, and Jose Altuve pitching on a broken leg. Right. Well, you don't throw with your legs. Well, you do. You well, especially when your legs your push off leg. That's silly. You throw with your arm. No, you don't. You got to put it like fuck, man. You know nothing about baseball. (laughs) Well, if you if you wouldn't if you were throwing you with your legs, you'd be called a kicker. Such an idiot. Oh, <laughs> Basically, ball got hit back, smashed him on the leg, thought it was just a bruise, yeah. and he's like, I'll be right. Went <laughs> he out. said, I'll be right. I don't use my legs to throw. I'll be fine. <laughs> he's like, it's just a bruise. I'm sweet. <laughs> just, just, prop me, just prop me up against one of the bulls from the fucking armband. <laughs> <laughs> sit, sit him on top of one of the bulls. Can we, can we save one of the bulls? No, I'm afraid we've got too many hungry passengers out there. They need yeah, their tucker. Gotta throw the meatballs out. Right. Uh, but it went out, then sat down in between innings. Hmm. They're like, how are you feeling, Charlie? And he's like, oh, it's, it's fucking pretty sore. He's like, let me go out there, see how I go. Struck out Jose Altuve. He's like, no, nah, man, the leg's, leg's feeling pretty bad. Then when he did x-rays, turns out he did it all on a broken leg. Oh, that's, nice, that's, fucking, that's fucking World Series tough. Um, let's skip the cricket court dates. So who's going to win it, let's- Greeno? You didn't even say. Oh, mate, it's a tough one. I, I want the Braves to win yeah, for BE. For nostalgia. Yeah. Well, no, I'm more for BE, our Earth Reporter. Fuck nostalgia. Well, um, I'm like, fuck the Dodgers. Because <laughs> aren't they? The well, Dodgers, Dodgers, are, Dodgers are basically the Yankees of the West Coast, aren't they? Dodgers aren't, Dodgers aren't in it. Oh, the Braves in already it, beat the Dodgers. Oh, uh, okay. It's the, the Astros, the, the cheaters from oh, two years no, ago. Oh, no, fuck them. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, Braves, exactly. so what, want, the Braves were cheaters the Braves in the 90s, it. though, weren't they? Mm. Did, when, didn't they have all the druggos? In the 90s? Nah, everyone, everyone had the Drogos in the 90s. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, I want the Braves to win. Uh, who will win it? It's tied one apiece, two games in. Uh, it's probably going to come down to a game seven. Uh, I I just like, I don't know. It's really, really, really tight. Both teams have their flaws. Both teams have their strengths. Mm. That's, the fucking, that's the worst analogy to explain yep. who will win it. Uh, <laughs> let's let's cross say, live to our baseball expert, Greeno. Greeno, what do you got for us <laughs> on the World Series? Will Tom, Will Tom, uh, both teams are good at some things and not good at others. <laughs> and That's I fucking think terrible. I think it's going to be really close, and this is what a siren sounds like. <laughs> well, if you want deep dive analysis, I can sit there and go, well, the Braves' uh, frontline pitching was ahead at the start of the series, yeah. and Charlie Morton's got a broken leg, and now they're going to have to go to the bullpen game for two games. You, the, so you mean the arm over. You mean the slaughterhouse? Yeah, they have to go to the armband, sorry. Yeah, the slaughterhouse. Yeah. Uh, their slaughterhouse is pretty shit generally, but they've been pretty good so far this season. But the whereas, beef is tasty as fuck. Where, yeah, exactly. Whereas the Astros, uh, their slaughterhouse is pretty fucking good. they got quality beef down there in the slaughterhouse. Yep. Their starters are, are kind of like hit and miss. Mm. Um, they're lacking some depth because they're missing their ace starter in Lance McCullers Jr. Yep. Um and Jose, Jose Akiti, yeah, he's, oh, he's fuck right. Oh, fuck, well. Reno. If I want a deep dive analysis, I'd listen to an ESPN podcast, you cunt. Fuck. <laughs> I was fucking complaining when I gave real generic fucking boring, I don't know. So uh, I'll give you a deep dive analysis. I'll tell you what, the Astros, they're a pretty good team. <laughs> and, and the Braves are a good team too. Exactly. <laughs> the main thing it. is everyone should uh, deserve to uh, yeah. have fun. And it's not Everyone's how you fun. win or lose, it's how you play to win. 
<laughs> Go out and uh, give 110%. Now, Damo, let's Game talk about one of our favourites. I saw this uh, in the week and I said it through to you. Uh, the disrespect, Damo. Disrespect. Of, of our man, Martin Brundle. Now, we've we floated. Oh, so we're skipping, uh, we're skipping Michael Slater, yeah, are we? We're, we're skipping that. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, okay. It's too late. We're going to be going well, I'll there. Just, I'll, quickly sum um, it up in, I'll quickly sum it up in 30 seconds because it's a 23-second clip. Former Australian cricketer and uh, current commentator who Greeno hates, Michael Slater, was arrested for domestic violence. So it's not only NFL players. That's the that's the good part of this. In more breaking news this morning, cricket great Michael Slater has been arrested after an alleged domestic violence incident. The 51-year-old you really was taken into... great in that kind of circumstance? Just call like former cricketer, current commentator. They have to call him cricket great because he's contracted to Channel 7. I was going to say... Do you reckon after he smacked his wife in the mouth, he went, how's that? Skipping that joke. <laughs> Disavow? Skipping that. Skipping that. Skipping that. Our man, we've been talking about uh, this program <laughs> for years. Uh, way back. This is the way back machine. Seriously. Step back. Let's do a step back in time. All right. Let's do a step back in time. About 20 years ago, when I'd rock up to your house on a Sunday night because we both had no jobs, yep. and we'd watch the F1 in the middle of the night right. and talk about the greatness of Martin Brundle and how he needs to have his own talk show, mm-hmm. Brundle of Love. Brundle of Love. Yeah. So we wanted to break, like, we wanted to completely break Martin out of the brand of being a, a Formula One commentator and a sports guy. We wanted him to have, like, a nice kind of comfy two-seater love seat, Greeno, basically. <laughs> Uh, a big love heart shaped rug on the floor and he would invite celebrities on and not talk about sports, but talk about, you know, de- basically D&M screen for an hour. It was like Oprah. Exactly. Right. Oprah, was- but with uh, Martin Brundle Correct. on the couch. Now, is this you struggling to go to the fridge to get a beer halfway through a segment and making a it fucking sure shit ton of noise? That's fantastic. No, it sounded like the house was falling down around you. Jesus. Did you have That's to did I'm... you have to pry open the fridge with a crowbar to get the beer out? <laughs> I did. Well, I had to do it where I could still kind of have my my cans on, hmm. uh, so I could listen to what you were saying. In case Just you, in case I threw it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but so we're making end... anyway. We're making a show for Martin Brundle, the <laughs> the Formula One commentator called Brundle of Love, where he sits yeah. down with. Now, of course, we reached out to Martin and we said, "Look, we'll we'll produce this for you." Uh, we'll cook it up. We'll do what we've got to do. We'll make it all happen. You just have to show up. He never replied, Greener, believe it or not. No, he did. He did. He said, look, uh, he? he replied to me directly because uh, he, he wasn't happy with your shtick. Mm. And he said, look, uh, I don't want to <laughs> deal with that demo character. But, He's you know, uh, at the moment, I'd rather just deal with the, the F1 commitments. Yeah. But in the future, if I feel like I want to approach some celebrities, mm. I think this is the kind of program I Sweet. want to be a part of. I'll, yeah. I'll get back in touch. Now, I, I hadn't heard from him this week, unfortunately, because I could have given him some pointers hmm. on his uh, on what he had to deal with. With Who, who is it? Megan? Megan the, the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. She's obviously dyslexic because she's called herself the Stallion, which is a male horse. So that that's mm. the first red flag. She's, yeah. She shot to fame. If you're, if you're anyone like me and you don't really follow pop culture, I know her yeah. from that Cardi B song, WAP. Oh, was she in that? Was she? There she, you go. I think she's the other one in that. The ah, less, the less, the less sense. interesting one. 
So yeah, she's, she's got no talent herself. She's uh, written on the she's yeah written on the whacktails of of Cardi B piggybacking all the way to the slaughterhouse, Greener. So mm. she's apparently a big celebrity. That's right. Yeah. She's apparently a big celebrity because she knows Cardi B. I think you'll find. Okay, there we go. All right, all right. So uh, these kind of characters, let's see how they the the respect they treat uh, a seasoned professional like Martin Brundle. Okay. Megan Thee Stallion has uh, places to be, and standing around to chat is just not one of them. Yeah, one reporter learned this the now hard way. Uh, for our podcast listeners, she's on the F1 grid, so she has places to be. She's standing in the middle of the F1 grid before the race is about to start. She has nowhere to be. Yeah, she's kind of in the way, if anything. And uh, I, I'm going. I'm going to put it to you. I have a theory about this now. As you can see here in this clip at this point, Greeno. Martin is, he's masked up and he, he tries to get a couple of words in with Megan the Stallion and she kind of puts her hand up as if like, like you were shooing away a homeless person asking for change, mm, you know, they yeah, kind of exactly. get away from me. You know how they just kind Brought of put their hand cars. up. Hand up. Sorry, mate. Don't have any. That's right. You, don't, you show no respect. You put your hand up, you walk away. Correct. We need a bit of hey man, nice box. To, hey man, nice box. That That's right. Now, yeah. but my theory is as awkward as this is for Martin, it was only awkward after the event because five will get you ten. He had no fucking idea who Megan Stallion was either. He, has he no just idea. saw he her it. with a posse and cameras following her around. I bet his first yeah. question was going to be, "Who are you and why are you here?" <laughs> I was like, you don't have anything to do with Formula One. What are you? Yeah. Why are Which you? Which team here? are you with? Yeah. Why the fuck are you on there? Obviously, excuse I me, darling. Excuse me, darling. I think you'll find the grid girls are supposed to line up down the back there. There you go. I guarantee when you watch this clip, she was an invitee of Lewis Hamilton. Oh, of course. Because Lewis, Lewis is a fucking wanker and a toss yeah. and a flog. Yeah. And he yeah. invites all the other flogs. The other flogs gravitate around him, Greeno. The talentless flogs who are riding on the waptails of other celebrities. Of Cardi B, who we love. Ah. That's not one of them. Yeah, one reporter learned this the hard way at the Formula One US uh, Grand Prix event where they can't even say Formula and Grand Prix correctly. No, they can't. Away no. at the Formula One US. Uh, they don't even refer to him as Martin Brundle. They refer to him as one reporter. <laughs> the hard way at the Formula One it's US. Love. Show the respect. Now, Jesus. the thing is, whoever this fucking whore is here. Now, Greeno, Martin Brundle, you can't tell me that Martin Brundle is not a hundred times more famous than whoever the chick is hosting ET Canada. Canada. <laughs> This is Mary Hart. Like, we're not talking about Mary Hart territory here. This isn't John Tesh territory. No. This is some random Canadian Canadian bitch on TV. That's all. And she's, I have to point out, Greeno, wearing the bold frame glasses. Bold frame glasses, yeah. Every single time. He was approached, the singer, and let's just say the interview didn't go as planned. Singer. She called him a singer. Singer. I was going to say, I'm I'm confused. Like, I know Aussies speak weird, but... Singer is not in any fucking language, right? No. Some pommies say singer, though, and that really annoys me. Take a look. Yeah. And uh, I think... Here we go. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, that's a very big bloke in front of her. I don't think... Uh, Megan, Martin <laughs> Brundle from British Television. How are you? Megan the Stallion. You're a, you're a freestyle rapper. Um, I think she's happy. He... That... Oh, my God. I didn't see this clip, Greta. 
He's getting told in his earpiece who she is. Who she is. <laughs> listen again. Listen again. Yeah, it is. Uh, and that's a- See, yeah, it is. That's him talking to the person in his ear, right? Yeah. Martin, Martin. Yeah, Martin, I think you'll find that's Megan Stone. Yeah, it is. And he's like, so they're saying yeah. to he he's thinking, I don't know who this fucking chick is. And they're saying, she's a, Martin, she's a freestyle rapper. She's a freestyle rapper from the Americas. Oh, okay. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, you're a free. Who starts an interview by saying, Megan Thee Stallion, you're a freestyle rapper? Because oh, someone just said he's it. I know. I'll also point out, I'll also point <laughs> this out, though. If you see on the screen, once again, for our podcast listeners, we apologize. Yes. There's 24 minutes and 29 seconds to a race start. Why is she this out is, there? This is. This is quality filler. No, no, yeah, there's plenty of time. Martin is just like, hey, man, we got to pad 30 minutes. <laughs> We've got 30 minutes till the flag the drops. in his ear going, <laughs> hey, man, like, we're out of the group. We've got nothing to talk about. We've already, we've been pre-race wanking for fucking tw- like two hours already. Just interview the, the celebrity moron and let's see how we go. We might get three minutes out of it. That'll get us down to the 20-minute mark. And yeah, just to back up our Martin, point, Greeno. Just to back up our point, Kitty B in the chat says, I'm in Canada and I don't know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But she knows who Martin Brundle is. Very big yes. in front of her, I don't think. Uh, Megan, Martin Brundle from British Television. Look at the big fella just come out and just fucking brush him aside. <laughs> How are you? Megan the Stallion, you're a, you're a freestyle rapper. Um, I think she's happy. Okay, boss. You're a freestyle rapper. Have you got any rap okay, for boss. us today? Okay, boss. Is that it? Does she stay on Formula One? No, no, keep going. <laughs> I have no rap today. I'm sorry. Uh, who are you support? Who are you supporting in the race? Uh, I can do that because I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey! Yes. Brundle's not taking any shit from anyone, is he? The guy's like, you can't do that. And he's like, well, I just did. Well, I can do that. I just did. I love the pommy. I love the pommy way of being snarky, you know. Well, I can yeah. do that. I just did. All right. And this guy with the 1990s uh, Backstreet Boys bleached hair is trying to be the hard cunt interrupting. <laughs> he's got a chest tattoo. Oh, no. Oh, no. He, but Greeno, it's a test uh, chest tattoo, and it looks like angel wings. Oh, yeah, God, is this the Brundle. lead singer from fucking Crazy Town? Look at maybe. it. Maybe. Yeah. Brundle bitch slaps this dude though. Oh. That's why he's our, he's our host. When he retires from F one, he'll be our man on Brundle of Love. Brundle of Love. Yeah. Uh, to wrap up the show, Damo, we got a quick MotoGP stat man. I'm a stat man. <laughs> A quarter of a century on top, Valentino Rossi made yet more history this this year, claiming a podium for the 25th consecutive season. Jesus, he's, uh, he's the best. He's the best that's ever been. I don't a care. quarter of a century made the podium every year. Like, you know, plenty of people stick around a long time in motorsport and they just kind of like get their, their paycheck and move around. He's made the podium every year for 25 years. Because even if he's even if he's riding a fucking pig, he'll still get it. <laughs> even at this age, he'll still get it 10 spots higher than it deserves but to by be. By the way, he's like Westport, 42, 43 now? Yeah, something like older, that. older, um, surely. Yeah, but uh, unbelievable. So need to give Valley his, uh, his stat man to, to finish off the show. Uh, do we do plugs anymore? I don't think we do plugs. We fuck up. Yeah, follow so Greeno, follow back. me. You know where we're following. Yeah. Uh, 6 p.m. tomorrow, Daily Boogie Podcast, Greeno. will be back for It's Once a Week show. There we go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'll be on tomorrow night. Back on day, you got a big show planned? How many hours are we talking? Oh, look, I don't even know if I've got a big show planned. I've just been dropping shit as I see it into my, like, Twitter, you know, how you can DM yourself 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've just been dropping shit in there all week. And I don't know, it could be three things. It could be 10 things. I really haven't kept track of it. So I'm just going to log in. I'm just going to come on tomorrow, go live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. And we'll just yeah. see what we've got, see how we go. Maybe open up the Discord on the second half of the show, the second hour maybe, perhaps. We'll see how we go nice. there. People can jump in Excellent. if they want. But, yeah. So 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern. And if you're in Australia, that'll be 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. So. Beautiful. Looking forward to it. Uh, next week, we'll do the big uh, N word, Jim N word super show. <laughs> you know, we'll get, we're calling it the N word super no, show. Okay. <laughs> That's what it's going to be called. Right. <laughs> it's going to be the name the, of it. The N word yeah. super show. <laughs> super show next week. Looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> oh, no. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but I? Somebody will sit down and tell you the truth.